What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the squad, the team. First up is Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on? Cough, cough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, Mary's recovering. She's hanging in there. The fact that she's still here, she's a trooper. Uh, we also got Mr. BTG, Baylor the Great. What's up, bro? Another day, another dollar. <laughs> then the red wine connoisseur himself, Marquis. I'm in this bitch. <laughs> All right. So we are, for peek behind the scenes, We this show is either going to be complete hilarity or we're just all going to be off our game. We're recording much later than what we usually do, but it is what it is. Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Uh, I wish we could start off on a high note, but uh, we, we do have to start off on a bit of a somber note. Uh, DMX uh, has been reported to be in a vegetative state after a drug overdose. Also came out today that he also has COVID while he's dealing with all of this. Um, and this is really sad, you know, it, especially being this soon after the verses where that was like one of the most lively I've ever seen DMX. He was dancing and everything and like his prayer and then like to come to this and somebody who has been has been open about ba- his his battle with drugs it, it 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 sucks that this is where we're at now but uh uh mary i'll come to you first what what's your reaction what are your thoughts say any good words about dmx go ahead man i mean to be honest with you i haven't been able to really stop thinking about him since the news broke um I feel like the culture can't lose him right now. Like, we can't lose him. He has to pull through. Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, you know, he made his struggles. He had a hard life, and he made his struggles very public and inspired so many people through his music in his openness about it. I mean, it is unfortunate to kind of see him or hear that this was, like, drug-induced, Um Given that when we, like you mentioned the verses, right? Like he actually looked good at the verses. Like everyone was noting how he actually had put on some weight. (laughs) And that seemed to be indicative of him not being, you know, on drugs anymore. So, you know, it seemed like he was turning a corner and it really sucks that this is what's happening. And I don't know. I just, and regardless, he's a legend for hip hop and the culture and our generation for sure. Um, So... This is just really a loss right now with him being in this kind of state of limbo. So definitely, definitely, Baylor. Uh yeah, man. It's 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 kind of weird when I come home and every time I come to the crib, the wife is asking me, you know, do you get any updates on DMX and stuff like that? Because you know, again, that's that's a legend that we grew up off of. You know, it's one of the he's one of the um, like locked in stories of. You know, one of my, you know, not one of my first albums, but the the journey of going to get and then there was X, like in the rain in December, going to pick that album up. Um, and even at one point, at least I did, I considered him going for the crown at one point, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, Mary said it right, though. I, I just don't think and we're never ready for this. But like, yo, we definitely not ready for this one. Yeah. You know, it's almost like 21, uh, 2021 is like, well, let me catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Marquis? I'm going to add to that. Um, Bailey, you're absolutely right. DMX could have been the greatest rapper of all time. 
at that point in hip hop, he was the most one of the most respected. He was street. He was hood. He was a gentleman, thug, whatever you want to call it. But lyrically, he was on point with the first album. I don't know if the hype built up so much it led to a bunch of albums that were, you know, mediocre. Um, but yeah, he was he was right there. The one thing we got to recognize, two things. This drug culture is serious. Like, how many times do we find, you know, these rappers, anybody overdosing on drugs or in and, and, and the culture right now is still kind of putting it on a pedestal. Like, oh, this is what we should be doing. Let's, you know, sip some lean and stuff like that. But three, battling those demons are real. I know we all know somebody who's gone through it with drugs or something, but just imagine the life he had to live where he needed to escape and, and, and chase that, that, that demon and, you know, down that rabbit hole. Like, that's real. That shit is real. You know what I mean? Psychologically, the the, the mind just needs and desires a, 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 an escape to put something in your body so you can escape whatever it is. You know what I mean? So it comes down to who are the people in your corner. I know. I know he had a lot of support, and I know there's a lot of speaking of we're gonna you know help DMX and everything. We're gonna get him to rehab, but I don't know. You know what? What do we do? How do you help someone like that? And I know it's not just DMX. We're speaking on DMX because he's going through right now. But you know, how do you help people that are addicted to drugs and especially to where it gets to this point you know yeah i mean and the thing that always made dmx special was that he didn't hide the demon whereas a lot of rappers they don't talk about the demons like he he that darkness i mean he was the dark man like it, it was at the forefront of of his whole career and it, it like dmx was special for many different reasons and the fact that like if this were is to be where it ends or or whatever like regardless like it, it's just it sucks because you want it. You want that triumph story, right? You want the the to keep the the image of like he beat all these demons, and it just it's not. It doesn't feel good. And like like Mary said, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him since the news dropped, and it it's something that's just it's wearing on everybody right now. If you look at the timeline, like at least on mine, people are tweeting their favorite DMX songs, still randomly saying you know prayers for him, and it 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 speaks to how much he meant to the culture. Agreed. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a hard episode. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is a very stressful episode for me. I, yeah, I, I bet. And you know, I I mean, we're we're gonna try to pick the energy back up and move on. But before we do, is there anything else anyone wants to say about DMX before we try to get into to different news? Let's say a prayer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. All right, let's uh, go seriously. ahead. No, you're good. You're good, DMX. man. We're all stupid. seriously. Um, but so the next one, uh, the next thing on this list is. Uh, Cameron in his Drink Champs interview. Has anyone got to to see this interview in this episode? That was a phenomenal. That was a phenomenal episode. The best episode of Drink Champs ever. Uh, yeah. And the most open that I've ever heard Cameron talk. Like the the stories that he told. Um, like about like being petty with Jay Z. Yeah, that's funny and stuff. But even talking about like how like just the inner workings of Rockefeller and like this stuff that we've never we've never seen before him talking about the tension with kind of everyone we always look at that Rockefeller era like they were the the cream of the of the cream at, at, at one point in time but it seems like that was always that machine was always destined to fail by the way that it was set up um but I really did love hearing the interview go ahead Baylor what else did you get out of uh, I mean just the fact that even throughout the uh the breakups and the things like that, the rumors and stuff, it seemed like it seemed just it, it just seemed like the culture or the hood was was still siding with, with Cam. You know what I mean? Even even uh in his own backyard with the dipset dipset camp, it was like, yo, we on Cam's side. 
for for whatever reason it was, um, and the way he broke down each story, and you know, and and and, and Noriega was just trying to get him wasted. Yeah. But you didn't. But you didn't have to though. Like he said, you didn't have to because Cam was spilling all the beans anyway. He gave us exactly what what we wanted to hear. We we couldn't wait till he got to you know the the the, the state prop. Uh, time period uh, when Jay when Jay took over, you know, to Dame Dash and all that. So it was like I said when it, when I looked at, I think it was almost what three hours, yeah, or something like that, or yeah. it was three hours. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna finish this in a couple of days, but I'm gonna finish it though. The the two things that I like the most out of this is him talking about his relationship with Mace, him even saying that he was proud when Mace dropped the Oracle disc because. Mace had been standing on the sidelines kind of taking jabs for so long that he was glad that Mace stood up for himself. And then the story where he's where that he talked about how they almost jumped Lawrence Fishburne was fucking I, yeah. I need to see that was different. Dave Chappelle needs to bring back the the true Hollywood stories and they need to reenact that shit ASAP because that was imagine if that would if they would have done that and it would have made the news that of all people Lawrence Fishburne got jumped by Dipset. Yeah, that was different. Especially, <laughs> especially when they acknowledged that that Joel Santana definitely was the one who who got better over time. Exactly. What you, you know did? What I mean? yeah. yeah, he did. He, did, he actually did because early on it was it was kind of I mean, rough. Jim, Jim got better over time too because I remember when I first started oh. hear, hearing Jim rap, I used to be like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Um, right. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. And but with Cam, I just thought Cam. I think Cam just went from being. Like real good to like to like legendary status, you know what I mean? Like, because at at one point I didn't even care for him to drop an album. It's like just let me hear you featured on something, yeah. you know what I mean? But his business mindset though was crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We knew that they were getting in other things, but the fact that how he broke it down and what he said, and he and he even said it like, oh, Jim had an idea, but if I wasn't available, like if it's gonna make us money, it's not hurting the brand. Go ahead and do it. I'm gonna sign on with it. You know what I mean. So, the the business mind was, was crazy when he broke down like the little riff and raff, the beef between them and state property. Them wanting to know why he had an office, but when he broke it down, he was like, "Bro, that was just a closet. Yeah. <laughs> it was just an empty closet, and we just took it over." You know what I mean? So, yeah, the details was dope. Yeah, yeah, Marky. I didn't see it yet. Oh man, you're missing gold. I didn't see it you're, yet. You, this is the. As as a as a creative, this is the type of interview I pray I get out of somebody one day. I would say this. I would say this. This one and the dog pound and genuine one. Yeah. Only only yeah. because Noriega didn't know that there was tension yeah. between the two at the time. That was classic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Mary, what did you think? Did you get a chance to watch it? Nope. So y'all just made me really want to, though. Uh, well, I know. I can yeah. lie. I'm like, oh, shit, I want to see this. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's it's a—and keep in mind, I've always said Drink Champs is one of the celebrity podcasts that I hate to listen— because the interviews, like the, the celebrities that show up for it, they come prepared to really open up and talk. But the sound mm-hmm. quality is—and Nori is Noriega is such a fucking terrible host that it takes yeah. me out of it most times. But— I'll made it through all of that. I listened to all three hours, probably over the course of about four or five hours, but in the most part for one sitting. It was it was the most entertaining thing I think I've ever seen as far as a celebrity podcast. And and the sad part is like to to piggyback off of, hey, it could have been better. But because they always have some weird shit in the background and 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 Noriega always cut niggas off. Man, he always he's cutting terrible cats with off. That. 
But uh, but wait, I will so say wait. this though, he does ask the questions that we really want though. True. He True. said that um. So Dipset said that they were the first to make the the mixtapes, the artist mixtapes. They did. He did say that, which I. I disagree with that. I I disagree with it too. Wholeheartedly, unless unless they release some shit that just because I'm not in in on the East Coast that I I'm not aware of, but like at least the Wait, first. Wait, I thought I thought I thought he said they were the first to turn their mixtapes into like albums. No, he was saying that they were the first to release artist centered mixtapes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, they did have they. I mean, that roster was crazy. Yeah, but I mean, at least nobody at had least, a roster like that at the time. At least to my memory, like I still remember Wayne Fifty doing it way before Dipset started doing the artist release mixtapes. Right, but right, but they had they had they had a lot more artists than them. True. No, no, I understand that, but I mean, and then, to, to and say, then they had a lot of more artists first, that came after them. True, but I'm saying to say that the tip for him to say the dipset was the first to have an artist led mixtape, I just I, I personally remember people before hell, even Chameleonaire was Clue. dropping go ahead. Kick up DJ Clue were the first to bring artists see, on mixtapes to bring see, them to life like but, that, right? No, no, that that's the difference. He's saying artist no. artist led, right. meaning no DJ. It, no, no, here's what I'm saying. That's where it started. From there, that's when um D Block, um uh, um the locks um, and the rest of them, um, I, th- I think Fifty and them were at right after Cam. Fifty made yeah. it big, but Wayne was right there. Was right there too what, with Master P and the rest what, of them. What, why I said Fifty is because Fifty was releasing mixtapes even before he got on. Before he got, big. yeah, absolutely. So, so this was Cam came out and then not like early, late nineties, like ninety six, ninety seven, right after Mix. Um, G Unit was dropping mixtapes around two thousand, two thousand one. That's when they started dropping there. That's what they were doing, like Wu-Tang but, but, covers and stuff like I, that. But I don't think Cam was, but, I, but was Cam saying, like, the whole squad, though? And as far as Master P, they were dropping albums. But a lot of it was, well, yeah, since they were underground albums, not. But they were, like, in the back of the trunk kind of mixtapes, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, no, nigga, I went to the story about those albums. The original Master P albums, not just the, the ones you started selling? Fiend, my, uh, me and X, Mercedes, the uh, Gambino twins, all those were albums. Okay. Yeah. I now, mean, Cam, I thought Cam was saying like all my artists was putting out mixtapes. No, no, he well, no, he was saying it from a place of without being hosted by a DJ. Right, and then after that came K Slay. So he had the clout to do it because he dropped an album and then he brought his his crew on. His crew on that yeah. didn't get signed. He was already he was already a high profile or a pretty high profile um artist by the time he was bringing it. Because remember the whole Jim, you know, Me Too, the whole Jim Jones Me Too thing. No, okay. Yeah. If if he says he was, yeah, yeah, y'all just gotta hear the story about how <laughs> the nigga uh, Jewels was in the back seat because <laughs> he said he said he didn't want to meet him, <laughs> but the nigga the nigga took a nap and woke up and Jewels was in the back seat, so he was like, <laughs> like fuck it. Listen, there's so much in this that needs to be recreated as like. As skits, like I just like, this whole fucking episode. I can't wait till you guys watch it. Just and Cam, and this is the cool part about it. Cam can do that though. All his stories, Cam he can bring to life himself. Cam has always been the most animated and one of the most entertaining people in music. Period. Like yeah, we need, this interview we need to talk about where he's at in hip hop. We really we, need, do. we we can have that conversation one day. I could put, I could I could put that in there for next week. Mary, uh, you've been quiet for a while. Is there anything else you want to say about like the Cam the whole mixtape thing before we move on? Um, no, but I definitely agree with your statement that he's been one of the most animated characters in hip hop. Um. He's also an Aquarius. You know, I'm all about my Zodiac. So, (laughs) 
we tend to be that way. So yeah, but oh, I'm excited to to watch it. So we'll have to report back. And his relationship with Big L. Definitely. Mm. That, 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 that was that was it right yeah. there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I met him with um Inspector Deck um during um uh the Puerto Rican Day Parade um like years ago. They were just cool. I didn't know they were cool with each other though. They were just chilling with each other. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And niggas was on the block. So you know real niggas when they on the block. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, true. I love that. But all right, let's move into what I, I, a lot of people are probably waiting for us to talk about this Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire versus. Who wants to take this one away first? Because there was some shit. First of all, I, I, no, I don't want to take it first. I've talked first already. Who wants to take this one first? No, go ahead. I want to hear I kind of want you to. Yeah, okay. I do too. So somebody needed to rein Steve Harvey the fuck in because there were so many times where it felt like he wanted to make his life the story when you're sitting up there amongst legends and like i feel like he started off very well talking about like how many platinum records they have and how that compares like people nowadays he started off very well but as the night went on it seemed like he wanted to get his in like and it's like like bro are you going rogue like somebody needs to shut off it take his mic away and that's why like that's one of that's really my only negative from that everything else of the night fucking spectacular other than the fact it went on for four hours and i'm sure at least an hour and a half of that was steve harvey fucking talking so like uh-huh. i would love to see like well i'm sure there's probably a breakdown of, of how long that versus was without steve harvey and then they had a really big interlude too like they originally said they were going to be gone for 10 minutes and then i feel like dj nice was was spinning for like 40 minutes too so like there was a lot of things that extended it but Everything between Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers and the stories and it, amazing, am, amazing. So it was besides the fact that you didn't know who Ron Isley was. First of all, <laughs> I know who Ron Isley is. That did not look like Ron Isley from the last time I've seen. And I've seen a Ron. Lot, a lot of people didn't think that that was him because the last time they seen him, he didn't have a beard. Beard, and, yeah. And if he did have one, it damn sure wasn't salt and pepper. And I've seen Ron. <laughs> I've seen the Isley Brothers live three times my whole life. And maybe when he went went to jail for that year for tax evasion and came back, that's when he had the great beard. But I did not think that was him at first. It, it, hey, the, la- the ladies, the ladies, obviously, the ladies didn't know either. And I bet you his DMs blew up. The thing is, he's too old enough to know how to check them. <laughs> Does he even have his own social media accounts? Does Ronald Isley have his he own better, social media accounts? He's better now because all them young 30-year-olds, was out, they was on him. <laughs> mm. Mm. I just want everyone to know that Hayes had me thinking that I was bugging and had me going, too. Like he, <laughs> I was like, but isn't that Ron Isley there with the mink? And he's like, no, that's not him. And then I'm like, oh, I see that now. <laughs> and it was like, no, I did not. Anyhow, yeah, that was, that, that was part of our night. Um, yes, yeah, so I totally agree. Couldn't agree more with what you said about Steve Harvey. He really kind of fucked it up. Um, I guess I do understand why they chose him to moderate it. And I guess I do also get why there was a need for a moderator because... They weren't really sharing their story so willingly. Um, I did feel like, you know, Steve kind of had to pull it out of them. So I get that. But yes, he was making it about him too much, telling too many detailed stories of how he had to ride his bike for three miles to see a girl named Darlissa and 
blah, blah, and had to spend $8.75 on the record and then had 89 cents left over and then he got a cheeseburger and a Coke. It was really terrible. Um, I mean, it was that level of detail. And I literally was like doing the math in my head and was like, wait a minute, that shit doesn't even add up. <laughs> but anyway... Um, and yeah, so there was one, I don't know if you guys caught this cause it was after the long ass intermission, which I also agree was way too damn long. Um, apparently he addressed Twitter. Like I don't, and then Swiss beats had tweeted that he took him to the side or something. So I guess he must've said like, people are tweeting that you're talking too much about yourself. And then he had said something and I don't know, just drama, whatever. Um, but yeah, I do feel like it took away from the night and the whole experience. But aside from that, yes, I mean, come on, they're legends. They could do no wrong. Um, you know, I, I loved how they got up and although it did take Ron Isley a bit to realize he was supposed to get up, <laughs> his brother got up like to three joints playing the guitar. And then he, he finally like ran over there with him and it was like, yo, did somebody just tell him like, yo, you're supposed to be singing along <laughs> like it was a little weird um another thing is i guess they didn't realize that after four hours you get kicked off of live mm -hmm. because at the end of the night that's exactly what happened and they ended up having to tweet the footage from the triller um you know coverage of it but it was a beautiful moment i mean i regrettably was not awake for the live part of it because apparently Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley Brothers stay up later than I do, but um, they yeah, all were like, so. what? Yeah, COVID, so, you know. Well, don't be telling my business, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe that had something to do with it. We'll blame that on it. But whatever it was, it really seemed like it was a beautiful moment. They all were like on stage together singing their, their classics. And uh, that was the other thing for me. The big takeaway was, God damn, they had a lot of classics between they could, them all. They like, could they could easily do two two, two another two, two verses. More. Yeah. Seriously. Because in the beginning I was like, yo, aren't they playing some of their bangers a little early? Like it's they just are coming out swinging. But then it was like the bangers never stopped. It just was, you know. So that was really dope too. They all still sound great, which is like, yo, amazing. Like dude Philip was hitting that falsetto like he did in 1970 um, from Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Ron Isley still sounds like Ron Isley. So um, it was great. It was great to see. And the last thing that I do want to share, though, is that there was some controversy around Ron Isley playing some of his joints with Ara Kelly, and I'm curious about what you guys think about that. So y'all don't listen to Ara Kelly anymore? I don't. I, I and that's not no no cap. I honestly have not played an R. Kelly song in over three years. And Keith, honestly, but and prior to that, I only had like two R. Kelly songs in my in my library, so it wasn't mm -hmm. hard to like you know get rid of those. Yeah, okay, that's a, after after su surviving R. Kelly, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like I I legit can't. And I'm not like Baylor. R. Kelly is one of was one of my faves of all time. Period. Um, and so I had to, I had to just, I have daughters. Fuck that. I had to cut that shit out. Okay. So my quick take, I'm gonna make it real quick. I think three things for me. Um, obviously I, I agree with everything when it comes to Steve Harvey. Um, I hate it when D nice cut the song short, that it'll lag and it, that shit killed me. 
You're fucking with us. The first, the first five songs from each group, so probably the first ten, ten songs, they played like half of a chorus, and then Steve Harvey's fucking stories were longer than the, than the first five songs they were playing. It's like, what the fuck was that about? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I wanted that passion too. Um, I'm sad. That music, and like you said, we can probably get a couple more verses out of this. That's music. When people played instruments, when songs were seven minutes long and you enjoyed it, you felt it. Every word, every lyric, every melody meant something. And now we listen to what we listen to now, and it's like the soul is diluted. And that's that bothers me. That hurts my soul. And again, this is why this is going to be one of those episodes that kind of gets to me because all the topics that we're going to be talking about. But I don't, and, and I think I said this too. Um, I hate hearing commercials with these songs. Because these commercials are like lighthearted things, but to kind of take away from the emotion of what I felt when I first heard those songs. Now, remember, I grew up a little, you know, I was younger when I heard these songs, but my parents listened to them. But when you listen to them and pay attention to the words, not just hear them, it's like, holy fuck, this is masterful. Like, this is what we need. You know, we need Marvin Gaye. We need music like this because there is no real connection or appreciation for what the art is. So that that kills me. Um I went back. Obviously, I went and played digging in the crates. Started listening to this shit again. I'm like, yo, this is soul. This is what what soul is. Not grab grabbing my dick. You know, let me play with that pussy. Jiggle them titties. Body hot. No, this is real love shit. You know what I'm saying? So you win. Yeah, you win. Right. Drop that. I thought you were. Just why, why, why can I see? Why can I see that be a song for real? Like every like. Yeah, you so did, stay hey, tuned you, for my mixtape. Hey, hey, you, hey, you didn't have you didn't have no foreplay to that. You went straight to it, grabbing my dick. I'm like, <laughs> my mixtape coming out after this um this you know this episode. Jeez. So okay, here's here's the, the question I want to present to the to the the group. Um, we've had a couple of verses now with the older acts. Do you would you like to see like it? Like for a while there, like maybe next five verses, it'd be all legendary acts. Like not, not new, new, not even the nineties, not even the two thousands. Do you want to go back to eighties and seventies artists for the ones that we still have I'm, with us? I'm, th- I'm, I'm, thir- I'm thirty eight, so I didn't, I didn't look at it like it was, you know. I'm not saying that you're saying this, but I didn't look at it as a special, special edition. This is music that I still listen to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? So for, the, for it, the generation now, yeah. I don't, I don't care about them. Cause you just said it, like, bro. That this music is, <laughs> this music is phenomenal. Live instruments. This is this is like the season that you put in the food. Yes. To make it taste better. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I don't give a shit what they think. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I even shoot Steve Harvey some bell. Again, he talked a little goddamn too much. But you know what? That nigga was excited. He was excited. That's you know what that's I mean? okay. That you know fair. what I mean? That's fair. And, and and the thing is, but I'm not. He shouldn't have had to talk that long. But it felt like, and you know, it was no COVID restrictions. You know what I mean? I think it would have been a little bit bad if it was a gang of masks going on and shit like that. But nah, man. I th- I think he was just overly excited to be there and to be the host and stuff like that. And, I, and honestly, outside of him, there's not too many people that I would pick for them to, to host that. Yeah, I thought I thought he was the perfect host. I just did, I just think he did a little too much, and I think he did a little too much because it was, he was excited. Smokey Robinson should have hosted. Oh, that would have been nice because they yeah. would have had stories together. Probably. Yeah, that's yeah. That would have been nice. Well, he need his own fade though. Not for nothing, you know who should have hosted? Patty Labelle because Ooh. 
She would have got I, the stories out of them. We talked about this, I think, last week, right, or the week before, where there was a clubhouse like two weeks ago um, that they all happened to be in, a clubhouse club. And Patty Lavelle really, as soon as she got in there, she was just like, "Is Ron Isley in here?" And like the way they regarded each other, it was just so beautiful. And before we all hung up, they were like, "Notice how I said we all because you know we were all on the phone." Um, <laughs> uh, basically like they were like I love you like it was really beautiful so I'm sure there would have been some stories there too like you know what since we picking since we picking legendary people I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go left on this one and I'm gonna go either Morgan Freeman or Samuel L. Jackson wow yo <laughs> that would have been crazy no you know who I you know, I, and this is gonna you know, be this, this is gonna be left you know, honestly, who I would have loved to see host this and I think would have been entertaining and musically would have had the same excitement as Steve Harvey, Snoop Dogg would have been amazing to host this. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially You're since right he that. sampled like a lot of their That's stuff. The, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, his stories would have been, his stories would have been crazy. Yeah. 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 I, I, got a, I got a quick question for you. Okay. What one musician would you love to see tell their stories and do a versus? Even though I have him second, I'm a, no disrespect, but I would love to hear Prince. Me too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we second. all. Yeah, yeah. He's an MJ guy. I'm, a, I'm an MJ guy. Um, Stevie Wonder for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that's who we have left. <laughs> and I, the reason the reason why I say that is that one of the most interesting things about Stevie Wonder for me is the fact that this man is blind, and not only does he play, I think like ten or twelve instruments. Yeah. Taylor, you think that's a hoax? But but he, hey, you sing when that mic fails. But he, he he not only writes music for him, which is easy. Like to think about being blind is easy to like compose music for yourself, but to write music for other people and, and not be able to actually write it down for them to compose music for other people. I would love to hear the story of what goes into that. Maybe he's legally blind. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Oh my god! Have y'all ever seen Steve Stevie Wonder without his glasses? No, yeah, I have. It, it's it's I undeniable have. that he's blind because it's like all white irises. So then, what is what, 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 <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Bailey, I, I have. But I, I'll say this: that, yep. that clip that they show when that mic fell and that they look down. Right? Yeah, like, wait, 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 you can you can feel. I know, I know. I'm just saying. This is what I'm saying. The motherfucker rewrote the birthday song. Exactly. Yeah. Who could do that? <laughs> Who could do that? He's the greatest musician of all time that, to me. I'm sorry. That's me too. I say the same thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That would be dope. I wonder why they haven't got him yet. Come on. I, honestly, well, I think I read, and I, it could have completely been a rumor. I don't think it's substantiated, but the reason why he's not in the public eye as much is that he's battling slight dementia. Oh, oh no. Him. This is one of those episodes. Yeah. I know we're losing, and then oh, Tina, yeah. like we're losing everyone. Anyway, <clears throat> but all right, anything else on the verses before we before we go? Well, not go, but uh, move into I'm the looking so, forward to SWV and Escape. So, Team Escape yes. in the house. The whole if they brought the 112, Drew Hill. We were talking about this. That'd be dope. Um, to answer that question, should they do like what, a legacy? They did edition? that already, though. They did. No, I'm talking about like the whole the 112, the Drew Hill, all of them. You know what I mean? Like bring that whole battle, jagged edge, all of them. That'll be cool. 
What, the one thing I would say, I wouldn't well, want a legacy edition. Who did they, who did what, they it was 112 and, um, and, and Jagged Edge. Right? Jagged Edge. But the yeah. one thing that I would say, and this may, this may get me crucified, Drew Hill's music aged like shit, besides uh, like five songs. You can't don't say do that. Don't Marquee, do that. Because okay? we just sang because the whole damn. I said except for like five songs. Except for like beauty, five songs. Be- beauty is one of those five. Beauty is absolutely. Beauty is my five favorite steps. Drew Hill song. Five steps. Five, sleeping in my bed. Sleeping mm-hmm. in my bed. Remix. Keep going. Come on. You can't keep going. That's what I'm saying. No, because mine. No, we, we might, this is the time. I might, I, I might have yeah, some personal these one. are the times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. That's four right there. That's four. And then wasn't there, tell me what you want for me. See? That, hey. Oh, no. The from, from <laughs> rush, from rush Hour the rush hour soundtrack? Okay. Satisfied. Yeah. Oh, no, no, showers. No. Right. Come on. Never make a promise. Come no, on. No, never make yeah. a promise. Did not yes. Don't do that. All Don't do that, Ace. Don't do that, Ace. Make a promise. Hey, can oh, we throw the yeah, can we do can we throw the thong song bro. in there? We ain't doing this. Right? No, we not throwing the thong. Come on, bro. Hey, did y'all hey, did y'all hear the story about uh, <laughs> Did y'all hear the story about Tyson not liking the thong song? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> what was that? Hey, Cisco was at a party. Let's go that In what Tyson world does that come up where Mike Tyson is talking about the thong song? No, I, no, I don't. I, no, 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 I don't. I don't think Tyson. I don't think Tyson didn't tell a story. It was it was someone else. And they said, and I think he was talking to Cisco, and Cisco was like, "Is he looking over here?" And he was like, "Yeah, he's still looking over here." And he said, "You don't like the thong song at all." The thong song. Hey, but you got a picture. You got a picture of him saying thong, though. <laughs> That's why why he don't like it. He's probably trying to. He's probably trying to sing it one day. It was like this motherfucker. I need a dad joke. I need a dad joke. Go ahead. It'll pop up. Okay. All right, let's get I'm sorry, Marky. Yeah, I completely sidetrack your thing with the Drew Hill thing. Go ahead, man. Let's be serious. No, what? I... <laughs> 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 what I... <laughs> oh shit. What I was saying, what I was saying is, I don't think this should be Legacy Edition. No, you can't throw a bunch of five old school artists or um from the seventies because I think you'll lose people. That has to be kind of a mesh. You know what I mean? I think it has I to think, stay that way to be consistent. I mean, for us, sure, but yeah, I you think don't want to lose your audience. Lose, yeah, but to Hayes' point, if you have someone that's like, you know, for, that was during our generation, but also close to theirs, like a Snoop, it might help Hosting. bring in a yeah. 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 Oh, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We're going to get into our first break. When we come back, we got to talk about this little Nas X song that we missed last week, but fuck it. We, it hit number one. We're still going to talk about it. We'll be right back after. Yo, what up, man? It's the Geek Shed Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy, Deuces. This is Lib. This your boy, Bacardi. And make sure y'all check us out every other Tuesday on the UrbanMogulLife.com or any other podcast platform. Let's go. We're back from break. So, uh, we missed last week. We didn't have an episode last week. This is going to be on there last week, but fuck it. We're going to keep it going. So, Little Nas X, this Montero song, video, sneaker release, everything. People going batshit ass crazy over these shoes and Satan worship. This is the best marketing that this song and Little Nas, and for somebody like Little Nas X, because he is such a great just social media maneuver. Like, he turns everything into a marketing opportunity so all that the way that he's handled this has been great to me the song it's not for me 
But what do you guys think about this whole Montero breakdown, everything? Mary, I'll come to you first. So I'm going to pass, Hayes. Uh. <laughs> I don't really give a good goddamn. Yeah, that, uh, I get that. Yeah, I get that. that's Hayes? kind of it for me. <laughs> so I'm going to do this for the culture. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I got to give a little, just quick. Okay. So when I hear music, I try not to listen to the lyrics because I'm a lyric person, and if the lyrics are horrible, I won't be able to listen to the song again. So, like Adele, I can't really listen to Adele that much because I don't relate to it. You understand? So it's great, blah, blah, blah. I've never actually listened to a full Adele album. So You're listening missing to this out. Song, You're missing no, out. No, I'm not. You are. So listening to this song, I happen to pay attention to the lyrics. I'm sorry. It's... All right. <clears throat> I can't hear him talking about riding somebody and pouring shots into their mouth. It's just awkward now. You get what I'm saying? Not to knock it, it's just now I don't want to hear the song. What's awkward about it? All right, finish. No, I'm just at, I'm, no, I'm, uh, that was a legit question. He's riding a dude. He's talking about riding a dude. Now you sound like Steve see, Harvey the, 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 talking the, about dudes dancing. See, the thing, the thing for me, and this is what, like stuff like that doesn't bother me only because the way I look at it is all about poles and, hole, and holes. I don't give a fuck what who's who's sticking their pole or getting anything stuck in their hole. I don't give a fuck about it. I don't think about it. So it doesn't bother me. Like you saying he's talking about dude, it doesn't bother me. Like what how are you not thinking about it when he's describing it? (laughs) That's the problem. He's describing it. Well, I'm again, like, I, I will. I will say this: you you went further than me listening to the. I, I can honestly tell you, outside of the course, I have no idea what any lyric he he says in this song. So that that I'm that, trying to okay. And the reason I did it, I happened to put the song on, had it on the bowl system, and I'm like, all right, let me blame it because I got to hear it for this show. So I'm gonna listen to it. And I was like, all right, wait, what? And I called him. I was like, whoa, all right, I'm good. Is it? Well, okay. No, it's brilliant though. Marketing, yeah, brilliant. Marketing is a fucking, fucking insane, fucking insane. But it's sad that that's how we have to market shit. And then the whole Satan, like, come on, man. I I don't know. Bailey. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I I kind of agree. Like, I don't I don't play around with that Satan shit. You know what I mean? That's for one. Two is still is brilliant as far as marketing and as far as them, you know, somehow getting 666 uh, Air Maxes with a, with a piece of, a uh, drop of blood. First of all, who bled like that? Like, get off of that person already. Well, it was um, members of, of his team, so everyone from his team contributed, and it was literally a driplet of blood. Like, didn't you just get yeah, COVID but, that, that, but that's still, that's, that's like, the, and again, it's part of the marketing. It's just that when you go that far, and I get it, because he wants to be petty. He wants to be petty. You know what I mean? He wants to get back at the media and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn because as a creator, I'm like, I want to create stuff and I'm a petty person at the same time. I don't, I just don't, I don't subscribe to that Satanism shit. You know, whether you was being, you know, a character or being funny about it. I just don't play around with that. That shit ain't funny. I don't care. I agree. Um, but he is killing it. <laughs> he is killing the skits on TikTok or whatever. You know what I mean? So I got to give him that. And uh, I think he, didn't he break the record for the most uh, downloads mm-hmm. or stream or not downloads or streams, right? Streams, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, he, 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 he did that part. I just felt like I and uh, we get the message and uh, and to Marquis's point, I don't know, I don't, I don't know any words. I don't know any words. I just it, as, as the most I do know because I did watch the video, the whole video, 
But after that, I never heard the song. I've only heard skits. <laughs> I should have did that. What Mary did. I should do that. <laughs> Just been like. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it um, for that. Let's move into the TV and film section. Um, and since Mary is Mary back. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, there she go. Uh, <laughs> so we'll get into Snowfall. Uh, and this is where I usually turn it all over to Mary. Go ahead, Mary. Snowfall, season four. Catch up. Bruh, I watched that like a week ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was all good just a week ago. Right, okay, I, hold I, on. I, I, I Let's try to remember what happened. Um, Leon is still alive. Yeah. As of right now. Um, mm-hmm. Reed is losing it. Like, for real. It's kind of surprising to me how sloppy he's gotten. Um, and then Franklin had to slap the shit out of his dad. I think that Man. sums it up. Man. His dad is the equivalent of the dude from Power who was like, I think I gotta tell them what I know. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, yeah. they're gonna... <laughs> he's gonna have to die, so we could already say R.I.P. to him. Um, I mean, look, every... What I will say is that every episode this season, it's like the anxiety and and the pressure intensifies. So mm-hmm. that's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So this that episode did not disappoint. Um, I also think the Asian chick has to die. And if only Reed would have answered his phone instead of being a freaking lunatic, trying to uh, <laughs> freaking Chinese water torture uh, the dude who embezzled his money, then he would have been able to get in front of this situation. But instead, I don't know. We'll see what happens Do, tonight. <laughs> we talked a lot a lot about people dying. Do we and we one that we didn't mention is Reed. Do we think Reed makes it out this season? Yeah. Reed's the plug. He has to. Well no, he no. can be replaced. He can be replaced. Guy, he can Especially be replaced. now that he's kinda on he the outskirts it. of the government. He can easily be replaced. And he said it himself. Everyone can be replaced. He said it himself. So he can be replaced too. Right. And I and I feel and I feel like he's gonna have the worst death. Mm. All that shit I really hope not. Him. I like Reed because like he reminds Columbia me of my dad. But see, so. like, but because <laughs> I mean, he, Reed is very likable and he's the most relatable in some cases, well, outside of Franklin. But because of that. He may die a fucking terrible death because they know it's gonna it's gonna be emotionally wrenching. I see Colombian necktie written all over his death. Shit, the Nicaraguan, but yeah, <laughs> I know because we've resurrected the the two Nicaraguan dudes. What do we think happens to them? Like, what do we think they're about to do? They're probably the only two that can identify Reed. True. It's a CIA. It won't matter. Here's, what do you mean it wouldn't matter? The homegirl yeah. is uncovering this whole, whole shit, and the whole office knows. Too many people know. Not enough people who can be killed. And and the, and the sad part is Franklin Pop used to be a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's the cold part about it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be uh, interesting. This this and next season are going to be really, really interesting. I, I watched that episode three times because the first two times I was like, dozing off and it was real late and then I watched it for a third time I'm gonna let y'all know there were two scenes in there where my PTSD flared up that was when Leon went to go talk to old boy in the project and when I tell you I witnessed I witnessed a character like that in real life punk somebody like that and I wanted, and I wanted no parts of that. When he told me, he was like, "I've been waiting to max a nigga out." I said, "He about to whoop yo ass, Leon, run, <laughs> run." So 
Yeah. Yeah, that Second that time? actually was an interesting storyline. I wonder where that's about to go with the OGs. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is it is it bad that we're rooting for the villain? No. No, nah, because we always root for the villain. Well, it's no, we like, don't. It's just like we're Breaking Bad. No, well, we root for the villain. We root for the villain, similar to characters like Franklin. In Ozark, you know who who we want to win. Which I'm so is pissed off really that this villain? is the last season of Ozark. We got to do a weekly recap of that one. It's gonna is go out really with a bang, though. Yes, for what his I dad said. What his dad said, he's he's a, he's a villain. It was, we just want him to win because he's us. Franklin, it, this this show is a is I'm not. It, it's a mix between power and Breaking Bad. We've seen what we've seen is Franklin turn from a a bright eyed young kid who just wanted to make it to he is the villain of this of the show. Hey, Frank, Franklin, Franklin, is, is Franklin oh, is okay. fucking up. Franklin is fucking up like Ghost did. Mm. Okay, Mary, you're this, muted. I totally see the Ghost parallel here, for real. Yeah. So. I don't know where that goes. And we might get, and we might, and we might get hit with a curveball like we did in Power, and Franklin might end up dying. I don't see this show standing without Franklin, but I see the thing. I said that as well, but they do have some characters that they can build off of. They do, but the the difference is, is that even even when Ghost died in Power, it's not like they tried to come back with a whole season without Ghost. They literally came back with five episodes. Each from a different character's perspective of the same night, like, and they had. I think they had much stronger characters than side characters than what uh, than what Snowfall but, does. I just don't. But think that, they also had the they they also had the rollouts that we didn't know about, so they could afford to throw out them bullshit episodes because some people didn't need one. And we, well, do we you done. think it's possible that there's a reason why they've introduced us to Little Rock? Mm. I hope not, because that was. I don't know. I don't like and was that Sticky character. Fingers? <laughs> no. 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 You sure? Yeah. No, that wasn't him. Sticky lighter, lighter than that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know where. I, I don't think Snowfall could survive a season without Franklin. Um, not as of right no. now. Uh, I still, I do think that it's possible Snowfall gets a spinoff, but it, they're gonna have to do some work. Um, Leon, Leon, and if Leon go down, that's gonna be emotional death. Hell yeah. You don't. You don't think Reed was wrong for what he did? Do you think Reed was wrong? I. I think he did what he, what he needed to do because someone stole money. He had. He needed to make an example. Even if this guy didn't, he needed to make an example. You're taking fifteen million dollars and just putting it back in my account. No, this isn't okay. I agree with that. And listen, me, Mary would probably go and do the same thing if somebody took fifteen million dollars for me. But I mean, I think that Reed is just getting sloppy with it all. And secondly, he wasn't successful. <laughs> and with that endeavor, we don't and know thirdly, yet. It, that distraction took him away from finding out this critical information from Frank. That's true. Yeah. So it's clearly it wasn't him. It was something with the bank. So someone's fucking with his money. That's in a bigger position and blamed it on this guy's a patsy. So that's huge because they're fucking with the CIA's money. So he still has to handle that. He should have put the other dude on his offer to help out because you can't do it by yourself. That's what the problem is. So you're right. He needed somebody to have his back covered for that specific issue. I'm, I'm going to be real corny, but am I the only one who thought it was pretty dope? The little moment of black love with the art, the cinematography with him and the girl in the, um, in the, the, the bar. Oh, of course. Was, yeah. I thought that was fucking magnificent. Yeah. 
I think that the the theme of black love in Snowfall is beautiful in itself, actually. Even the moments sometimes between Louis and Jerome are really, you know, although, you know, how do we feel about that, about Louis revealing to Jerome that Reed is CIA and then kind of explaining why they're backed into this lifestyle? Jerome, this is why, but this is why she should, this is why I didn't tell you, because you're going to be like this. That's the problem. You can't tell dudes like that because you already know how they're going to respond. She's trying to say, I'm trying to let you in to tell you the bigger picture. And he's still thinking like, oh, you didn't tell me this. I'm mad at the world. Well, the thing is, he's, but you know what? I think he's mad at the world because he's over it already. Like, he's like, we, he didn't sign up for this. He signed up to get the money, get in and get out. And that's why he. That's true. You know know what you signed up for. No, but he didn't didn't sign up to work with the CIA. Bruh, if you, you, oh, come on, bruh. If you have this outlet of cocaine coming to you and you're breaking it down like that, there's a bigger picture than there's something bigger, and frankly, didn't have those connections. Listen, we're saying you can that tie that in. Tw- we're saying that in 2021. I don't think anyone in the 80s could have fathomed that the CIA was involved in drug distribution. If it wasn't the CIA, you know, if Franklin, low-level weed dealer, had his hand on major cocaine, I need to know exactly what this is. No, but he Franklin clearly told, didn't want to know. But, but Franklin told him where it all started. Now, yeah, it was a, that was a boatload. If it was a boatload of shit, then yeah, you that's CIA written all over it. This nigga started with two bricks. And then he That's multiplied it. massively. Yeah. yeah, but Jerome was thinking because he was a he was a guy that was that was running for him. Like like this is this is my reliable black black I didn't want to call him the other word. This is my okay. reliable pusher right here. Okay. And so, so and so he point... kept coming back and getting and good and, and better at it. And then it, you know, he it Jerome looking at it is like, man, this dude really progressed fast. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Franklin was, you know, he 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 had came across, you know, some shit that Jeezy was saying his raps. Right. And it's like we all got what we needed out of it, right? Like, you know, Franklin set his mother up to be a real estate mogul. She's making deals every day or every episode. (laughs) Um you know what I mean? They were in a comfortable spot. So he was feeling like, okay, now it's time to transition out of this. And I would, I understood Jerome's feeling because I would probably be pissed too. <laughs> like, so yeah. I, I, and like, not because nobody I, told I, me, but because it just was a situation. Yeah, I even understand a father, but I'm not snitching though. You know what I mean? Like, not, not, you on some Judas shit, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, for real. So, he should have came Franklin when the chick first started sniffing around there. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, Marky. In the in the in the words of Dave Chappelle, there's no such thing as a free trip to Hawaii. Number one, two. At this point, you're already in. What's the point of having an attitude? Now figure out a way out. Because there's more to risk now. Right. Exactly. And, and, and a way out is not so out. easy when you're dealing for the CIA. I, but I, you I having think an I, attitude is not going to help us. No, but you got to understand, bro. Like these cats are close. They they he literally helped build his empire. So now he's not only feeling like. Bro, my life is my life is really on the line. But at the same time, bro, you lied to me. Like, but you, he didn't lie. You trusted him to get him to that position. Trust me to get us out. If you don't think Franklin is going to figure this out, Franklin will eventually figure this shit out. Okay, not, he's not get Fra- like that. Frank, so Franklin, how do you Franklin see- also came to Jerome for help. At yeah. the same time, he could have let Jerome know, like, this is what it is from the beginning. So if you want to be a part of it, this is what it is. How do you see Franklin figuring this out? That's a really I'll good I'll say question. this. I think Franklin realized that Reed is a problem. 
and I can't trust him, so I have to figure out another back end. That's how Franklin thought. That moment he said to him, don't trust anybody. Well, you're, everybody's replaceable. He figured something out. I know I have to have another outlet. Just how he figured out he was in the CIA. I trust more in Franklin than I do anybody else. So, oh, I do too. I mean, Franklin's a smart dude, but <laughs> for any drug dealer, there's only like two ways out of that, honestly. Mm -hmm. Snitch or die. Get it. Well, jail or die. <laughs> yeah. It's not just snitch. You don't do that. That's not a career. <laughs> like, which is, again, Jerome's point of annoyance. It's like, there's no long-term plan here. You're 1K. <laughs> like, the plan was to get in, make the money, get out. Like, so in the beginning of that episode, he was thinking, Wait, so we're getting too big for our britches now. And then in the end, he's like, I'm on a fucking treadmill that I can't get off of. But they like, created a crack epidemic. There's no such thing as jumping off ship right now. The, the, the zombies walking by you right now, you helped create that. You think there's a way out of that? I agree. But I think that th it was a moment of crystallization. Teaching them in Little Rock how to cook the rock and then realizing you were going to create that shit Touché. over there. What? Touche, I said. Right. I was going to say there's a way out. It's just that you, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're completely separated from the gang. There's always a way out. It's just how much you're willing to sacrifice to get out. He can't. You can't get out and 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 everybody make it out with you. You're gonna have to sacrifice. And the, that's the downside to his family being so involved in it is that he doesn't want. But he showed that. Yeah. He showed that when fat back. Yeah. Like there's got to be a sacrifice, a sacrificial lamb. I, that, that hurt my heart though. That, that yeah, it did. Fat back. It did. I mean, I knew it was gonna happen, but it still was like, damn. I don't trust old girl either. The sister. Man, man, boy, sister. No, 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 no. Well, we no. That goes without saying. She is, she is out for revenge. Right. <laughs> Wait, Blake. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about Franklin Boothang. She has this. Oh, she's asking she's too about, many questions. Bro. Yeah, she got yeah. this mysterious aura around her, and I'm like, I don't know if she's there for good or for bad, but it's just, it just don't feel right. I agree. And Franklin can't be stupid enough to start pillow talking with her. Yeah. So. Well, all right, let's move on from Snowfall because that could be an episode all within itself. Uh, next thing up on the list, a Kanye West documentary was sold to Netflix for $30 million. This is going to document his life from before he got signed up until now. They said it's going to document over 20 years of his life. It's going to be never before seen footage. Um, what do you guys think about a Kanye West documentary in 2021? I think it's going to be hella entertaining, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I don't think we ever really talked about this, or maybe we have, right? There was something on Amazon Prime that I watched. It was like a, um, it was a series that was produced by Questlove, and it basically showed how certain songs that were iconic to the culture were made. Um, and Jesus Walks was like the first episode. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I I, I know what series you're talking. About. I don't remember the name of it though. Yo, if you have not watched that, bruh, like, first of all, I'll never hear Jesus Walks the same way again. And it was shot in a documentary-style format. And that alone made me want to dive into a Kanye documentary, honestly. So his beginnings were super interesting. So, yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm here for it. By the way, we need a DMX documentary. Not because he's dying, because he's not, but... I just realized we don't have one, and he's probably one of the most interesting slash inspirational artists there was. So, uh -huh. yeah, definitely, definitely. 
So Kanye went from producer, super producer to possibly one of the greatest rappers of all time for like 20 minutes to the most polarizing artist that we have. So I'm definitely interested in to, to see more of the inner workings of how he thinks, how he operates the world around him and the people he chose to associate with. And the fact that he made the choice to go away from his boy Dame and stay with big brother Jay, like things, I need, those are things I need to know, like how those conversations, what those conversations were. So, and of course I should have had Jay drop you from the team. Um, the whole, you know, me and Ray J could have been cool if we didn't love the same bitch. I didn't know these things. I'm curious. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not one of those people who watch it, um, you know, TV like that, but I need to know that genius is mine. Yeah. He's still, a, he's still a weirdo. I mean, yeah, but most He's most brilliant. geniuses are anyway in any field, not just musically. I need to know. I'm that I'm curious about. Like, there's certain artists I want to see a Nas. I do want to see a Nas one, which we'll get into later. Um, Jay, eh, not too much, but I would love to see a Kanye story. And who recorded this footage? Where's this footage coming from? That well, never before seen never footage. Who's, seen, I mean, who I'm documented sure this? I'm sure it's it's. I don't think it's footage that was meant it's to be do- got the a documentary. It's probably just footage recorded from phones and various shit that they're that they're composing into a documentary. Did, did, did the cousin he gave two hundred thousand dollars to to get that laptop back? Yeah, you know, you know, TMZ had had something to do with that too. Yeah. Mary, I thought I already you did. You can't. You did. She did. She did. <laughs> And Baylor for Listen, sure I have to COVID, her. not you. <laughs> no, it's it's no. You've been drinking all day. No, it's we are usually done and wrapped up by now. Listen, That's I'm tired fault. of shit. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but all right, let's get into our last break. When we come back, we are actually going to be doing something we teased like three weeks ago and ranking Nas's discography. We'll be right back after this. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we could be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our, our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Young came into existence. <laughs> We're going to rake Nas's discography I think without like getting into every one of his albums, we're going to try to stick it to the top five of how we rank Nas's albums. Who wants to take this one away first? Uh, I say we just do it like this. We just go through. We got what thirteen solo albums? Yeah, yeah. And we just go. We just, we just, we just vote. Okay. I because it's we, you know Illmatic is up there. Illmatic <laughs> is okay. Universally, is Illmatic number one? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So there you go. We can now, take, we can now, now, here come the fade, right? Okay. <laughs> number two. It was written. You got it was written as number two. I don't. Mary. I don't either. I am still mad. Okay. Okay. I'm still mad. I'm with still okay. mad too. So still mad. Okay. Okay. I added that number three. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. So number three now. What do you guys have as number three? I think this is really where we're going to start disagreeing. It was written for yeah, me as number, so number three. So we basically swapped. Okay, because you. I got. I am. Ooh, at okay. number three, I have yeah. life is good. 
Whoa, you way down there. That's way down there. Listen. I wanted to go there. I really wanted to go there. I understand why. Life is good is fucking amazing to me. Yeah. It's one of okay. his best bodies of work. As far as it, from a content level, it's, yeah, it's number three. So, 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 so how are we going to, how are we going to vote for that? Cause I had, me and uh, Mary had, me and Mary had, it was written in Stillmatic reversed. Well, I think because we all, everyone but you had Stillmatic is number two. So that's automatically number two. Okay. So then okay. now that leaves us with life is good. So since you had Stillmatic is, as number three, that's already gone. Um, I had life is good. Mary had, it was written. It was written. And then what did you have as number three, Marky? I have I Am as number three, but yeah, I had so Life everyone is has, Good as number four. Everyone has a different different album as number three. Um, but I like this good as number four. Okay, fair enough. And fair I had I Am as number four. Okay. Wow. Hey, see, my number four going to fuck y'all up. See, the, the, is the fact that I Am is not in my top five Nas albums going to fuck y'all up? No. I understand why, though. Okay. I cool. do understand why. Cool. My number four is It Was Written. Okay. I can see that, too. And see, then my number five was Life is Beautiful. Life is Good, sorry. Yeah. And my, num my number five is King's Disease. Okay. My number four is King's Disease. And King's Disease would have been my sixth man. <laughs> see, if we were I, I literally have battled back and forth between if I wanted to pick Godson at number five or King's Disease. And That's what I, I went back and listened to Godson, and I was really surprised at how much I didn't like it after listening to it recently. Yep. I, I agree. You. I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And you I was, know what? I was listening back to it, and I'm like, wait a second. What? Like, I came away with probably like three or four tracks. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Hip-hop is dead. I only like Black Republican. Nah, this is still dreaming, play on play and hustlers. Yeah. After after five albums, I'm y'all could throw, y'all could toss See, that, that thing. shit. After, after no, my top five, it really depends on mood. Uh, it was right like, nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Mm. What, what, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. I don't bang, care. No, 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 no. So <laughs> here's the problem. Let me know what song of a King's Disease stands the test of time. Oh, Ultra Black, nigga, don't ever disrespect. For real. Yeah. No, Ultra Black definitely stands the test of time. And I ain't gonna even, and I ain't gonna even lie to you, bro. Every time so, I hear Ultra Black, matter of fact, uh, I would say, I would so, say, next question. Ultra Black, the actual King's Disease track, and All Bad may all stand in the test. All Bad, All so Bad. So let me ask you a question: What song from what song from that album is better than anything on the Lost Tapes one? But see, but that doesn't, that doesn't make that doesn't make the album overall better. Twenty Seven Summer. When you're when you're talking about a cohesive album, you can't just name what song is going to be this one because okay. as a body, okay. King's Disease work for Lost Tapes one. How can you measure King's Disease against that? Blaze of 50. No idea's original Purple Papa was a play in Do-Rags? Are you serious? Can you put Mar Mar King's Marquise, Disease above that? Marquise, do you agree that King's Disease is his best produced album of all time? No matter case. So his second? Produced album? You, I'll say you, this. You, you dig it. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. With Nas, the production, right? We'll all say that. Huh? The problem with Nas is always his production. Am I wrong? Ooh, wally wally ooh, bang bang that's that's Queensbridge. So you have to have some lyrics if you're going to have a whack beat. But if you have okay. a great production, your lyrics don't have to be the greatest. And on King's Disease, his lyrics weren't the greatest. No, don't do that. No, don't don't do, don't do that. That's not Don't true. do that. I don't, I don't now, agree with that. Oh, my God. Why would you do that, Marquise? I because I know I study. No, man. I'm sorry. The aggression, you, the aggression you, of, of you aced the test. Seeing this, I knew this was a, the uh, I, I, and 
I, I get where you're coming, at least for me, I get where you're coming from. The way that I take that is when you say his lyrics are better, is that because there's a piece in the way that he's rapping in King's Disease. The aggression's not there, but the lyrical content is absolutely still there. Hey, Marquis, hear no. that 27 Summer track? Oh my I did. God, that I did. shit beefy. But, Pause. okay, so hear, hear me out. We all agree, Illmatic, Stillmatic, I Am, It Was Written, right? Pretty no. much. No. No, oh, okay. we don't. No, we didn't. Okay, no you way. said I am. You didn't take I Okay. So I am Undying Love, Hate Me Now, Nas is Liked, New York State of Mind 2. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you move that out of top three? I don't know. The, the, the theme, story, telling of lyrics, I don't I don't know how you move hey, that some out. Of those, some out of those, all right, wait. So go, it was written, though, track list. Gave you power, the message, if I rule the world? Like, you uh, can't fuck with that album. That's hard. Exactly. So it, that's why that it's album. in front of... That's hey, why it's in front hey, of Hey, Marquise, King Disease is not going out of that top five, brother. <laughs> you still put that ahead of Life is Good. Yes. That shit, bang. As a matter of fact, I'm sorry, I'm there's no shit. song on that album. I'm going to play King Disease while I'm watching well, no, Soul Fall. No, I, I, I got Life is Good above King's Disease. King's Disease is my number five. Life is Good is my number three. You got it above Lost Tapes, one. Yes. If we do the average right now, it's in the top five. I got it four. He got it five. Mary got it six. And what do you have Lost Tapes? It's, it's not. It, it ain't. It ain't lost in that top five. No, it's not in the. What top do we five. have? Lost tapes. It's in the top ten. It would be seven for me. Lost yeah. tapes. Okay. Bonjour. <laughs> so I assume we all have Nasir at last. Who? Last, right? No, Just out of I, have curiosity. Not, I have Nostradamus as last. Stop. And I, oh, I actually hell really no. like Nostradamus. Nostradamus hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I knew somebody was going to do it. I'm good. I knew somebody was going to do it. Uh, Nostradamus is nostalgic. You owe me? You owe me? Project Window, come get me. Nostradamus? Nah, bro. Nope. Owe me back. Or or we can put the firm at number... (laughs) That's not really his album, though. That's not his album. It's... See, no, no. I agree with you on Godson, though. I listened to that again. I was like, oh, Bro, and I... I, It it pained me. It pains me to listen to that and be like, what the fuck am I listening to? I know. Um, His discography is is tough. I mean, it is. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is. I mean, Nas' discography, if you take, I would would go on record to say, out of like, even people who are more mainstream than him, if you take the best five songs from each Nas album and compile them against the best five songs from almost anybody else's of that era, era's music, it, he he's right up there with them. If not, don't say them. anybody. Don't say don't say anybody else. Say say that nigga day. <laughs> say Nobody's day, thinking about that Nobody's say thinking about that day. Day. Hey, I want to do. I want to do it, man. Album for, that album for album. Oh, that's man, dangerous. Man, that's that. dangerous, right there. Do that. First of all, yeah, do that. The fact that there are some people who would argue that Jay's music. Overall, is better than Nas's makes me want to slap so many motherfuckers. Ooh, hey, send me this because I know. Hey, shout out to my boy Jarv. I need, hey, I need this ASAP because I'm gonna send that right to him with my new Twitter name because the other one got suspended. See, see, Jay is the people's champ. Nas is the fucking champ who doesn't need the title. If we're, we're what was the name? What was the movie with Wesley Snipes? Undisputed was that the boxing movie with him? And Undisputed, Ryan? yeah. That's yeah. that's what with that is. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I need to prove nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. If 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 Nas had a better team around him, 
it would have been embarrassing how how much higher his career would have I'll been. say this. I'll say this. If the original I Am would have came out, it wouldn't have been a conversation. The double album I Am with the features from the Lost Tapes and some of the Nostradamus album, it wouldn't have been a conversation. He would have been crowned the best rapper of all time right then and there. After Ooh, it was did, written, the dis- original version I Am. Y'all disrespectful today. I don't know what y'all got going on. Who's the greatest rapper of all time? You asking me? You said that's being disrespectful. He wouldn't have been the greatest rapper of all time. No, I'm I'm saying it sounds a little disrespectful. Like he's like you not giving you listen to what I'm saying. It sounded like you not giving other people a chance. You know what I'm saying? You acting like there would have been no chance if you listen to his catalog. There really is no chance. It's just his production. The lyric. I'm sorry. I don't know how many people can touch this dude. I ain't got a dog in this fight. I'm just saying, like maybe you can't go to Brooklyn. What's huh? what's the biggest L? What's what's the biggest L in in Nas's? That was a good one. In Nas's catalog, <laughs> the biggest L is Nasir to me. So you have Nasir being worse than Streets Streets Disciple? Yes, I do. Because oh, Nasir Savage. You know why? Nasir Savage is in Streets theme. Oh but, no! But the okay, but those are again tracks we're talking about as a project. And Overall, reason, okay. And the reason why I have to rank Nasir better than street disciple as a project is because there is no reason that album needed to be a double disc but there was no reason for nasir to have one good song out of seven you think nasir only has one good song out of seven i think nasir only has one good set one good song out of seven the rest what's of that was just what's a, what song cop shot a kid oh, i ain't got that one you didn't like adam and eve no you didn't like simple that album was horrible that album was horrible dude <laughs> i'm sorry that was beneath him that was way beneath I would put Lost Tapes 2 way above that shit. Hey, man. I can't you argue that. What do you put? I can't argue. No, I was thinking. Fire, I can't argue buddy. that. I can't argue that. You don't like Bonjour? Title album. Hmm? Your album, actually. You faded out. What'd you say? I said, where would you put the nigger album? You mean Untitled? Yeah, it's sure. Untitled. We call it that, but it's called Nigger. It's supposed to be called Nigger. Yeah. Um. It's in the top 10. Is it? It's 12. <laughs> He's twelve. Albums. He got thirteen. He's he got thirteen. 13 Wait, are you are you including are you including the one with um um Marley? Yes, you I can't include, include that. that in his, I can't no, include no, that no, 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 no. Distant relatives. Oh, come on, I can't include that one. Why not? Because that's not a Nas album. That's a that's not... joint album. That's like putting Kanye and Jay Z's album in, in in comparison. That's well, that I'm that just, was I'm trash. Just, I'm just sticking. So I'm just sticking to his. I'm just sticking to his solo thirteen album. Okay. I agree. That's not the saying. firm, not the all, not all that other shit. Correct. Listen, nobody should list the firm in anything. No, that they should make, not. That shouldn't make that. That's his uh, his um, his wizard year. We don't we don't count that. We never want to think about that. We don't. Hey, what y'all on tonight? What is y'all on tonight? That was a good. Here's the that problem was a good with that. Goddamn comparison. <laughs> See, Nas got fucked. So just like the whole "I Am" debacle, the two disc album. The firm was supposed to be much bigger than that. It was much bigger than um the four artists. Yeah. It was a bigger project. They had to conduce it to the hype behind it. And that's why the album suffered. The mm-hmm. whole project was huge. Everyone that was involved in the firm, it was supposed to be a magnificent colonization of all these artists with Dr. Dre being the main producer. And because of all record companies and everybody else didn't agree, it was just limited to them those those four. That's the problem with um, the firm album. And where was y'all at when Ether hit the streets? Oh my oh, you god! Know I was in the streets, man. <laughs> listen, in them streets, I was outside. 
I was for sure with somebody. I remember, I still to this day remember the first time I ever heard that song. Shout out to my boy Magic, a.k.a. Jeremy. Uh, and I was I was living in Mannheim, Germany at the time. I was I came outside. I think I had just left from knowing me. It was probably some female. Um, and I ran I ran into him and he was like, "Have you heard Nas?" And I was like, "No." He was like, "Oh, Nas got in Jay's ass." I was like, "What do you mean?" And he started playing it. He put the 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 Walkman, the one earpiece. You remember how you have to use to share fucking headphones in my ear? And I legitimately was like, no, go in the house and burn me this shit now on the scene. Oh, man. Shout out to LineWire. So, yeah. Well, I was walking up the block with some friends, and every car that passed was playing it. Every single car. And we literally had to stop and be like, yo, what is that? Like, at a red light. And it was just, like, literally jaw to the floor. Like, it was over for (laughs) Jay-Z. Like... So. Well, you know, shout out to my boy Will. You know what I'm saying? He had the uh, the Nissan Sonata, all black, and that, you know, I'm hanging out the window. What's up, nigga? I know you ain't talking about me. You? <laughs> yeah, we played that shit like 30 times that day. Man. All I'm going to say is, the day I heard Ether, air stood still. I breathed cold air, and it froze. And all I heard was, What's up, niggas? <laughs> you talking about me, dog? You what? That was the first time I ever heard Nas go to that note. What? Everything was monotone before that. You love my style. You been on my dick, nigga. You love my style, nigga. And then I heard fuck Jay Z. Everything ceased to exist from there. Yeah, I don't remember. I went into a coma. I, I might have been somewhere in the ethereal um section where. The comatose, I don't know, but bodies were dropped that day. And that's all you heard, that boom. And, you know, we might, you know, later on in life, we might get into the whole back and forth, the super ugly, you know what I mean? And, the, um, there's yeah, like, I, I don't know. There, there's I, not. To me, the fact to, that the to, song is called Ether, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Think I know. About, to to, to me, cool. to me, to me, it was like when Thanos beat up the Hulk. Oh, it was worse than that. No, yeah, it was, it was a snap for me. That was a snap. It was just that a was snap a, for me. The fact that Jay Z, it, the fact that Jay Z still even had a career after that, still amazes me because there have been rappers. There have been rappers. We're not gonna do that. There have been, there have been no, rappers that have lost whole careers for diss tracks that weren't even a fraction. Like, for example, I went back and listened. <laughs> I went back and listened. All of Fifty Cent's Ja Rule disses were were jabs. Like that's it. He jabbed that man. He won a boxing match with nothing but fucking jab. There wasn't a haymaker thrown until Hail Mary, and even then, that was M throwing the hell the 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 haymaker. They got that motherfucker to fuck up out of there. The fact that Nas came with one of the most disrespectful vitriol-filled diss tracks, and that didn't even put a chink in the armor of Jay-Z's career is still fucking amazing. Well, so where, so, it put a so chink. Where did I, I'm, I'm going to ask y'all this right now because I already know it. I, I don't know the answer, but I know it's got to be inside uh, the top five. Where do you place Ether inside the top five? Number two after oh, No Vaseline. After what? I got No, no, Vaseline. I got no Vaseline. I still got No Vaseline number one. Yeah, I agree with that. Because yeah. look at like he dismantled a whole crew that he was right that he was right before that it- <laughs> yeah 
That's unheard of. I mean, the bridge is over is up there too, but yeah. the fact that he went after the crew he used to write, yeah, that was just that was serious. Lost one's up there too. I might have to say Lost one's up there. Lost too. one's up there, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost ones is in the, in the top five. Yeah, definitely. It might be, man. Oh, it really might God. be. That's some disrespectful shit. Oh, Yo, and she, stop! And she stop! 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 <laughs> This is what we doing. Oh, we we, have, we haven't done a bracket in a minute. We doing a diss track bracket. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna vote on this? Oh, Twitter. The people. The people. Yeah. The this people. is great social media interaction. We are going to we, make a bracket because we're not gonna act like you know one of the most disrespectful opening lines of all time. What's that? Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't want to say it. No, say it. say it. Not, not in twenty twenty one. Say it. Say it. That's, I'll edit it that's out. Why, that's why. Oh, that's why I fucked your bitch. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, this is true. Yeah. And they had a video. Yeah. Okay. New York, New York. We'll do it. That we'll do it. Stop. Here. Stop. We got. We got to do. We got to do a bracket. We got to do a bracket. And it's funny. Uh, we just we we missed March Madness. We should have done a bracket then. We didn't have some, like. Fuck it, we'll do one diss track bracket. Look on the be on the lookout for it. The Breaks Radio official diss track bracket. We're gonna put it up for votes. Oh, um, this is gonna get really interesting. I'm I calling can't wait. it right now. New York, New York in the final four, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, for any listeners who's listened to this, any diss tracks that you think should be added to the list, make sure you send them in to us. Otherwise, we'll be compiling the list over the next week. We'll release the brackets, probably do the first round next week. We'll probably do it over the course of two or three weeks. But, yeah, I can't wait. I'm really excited for this now. So, and to uh, the listeners, please don't send in no got... Kumo D diss tracks either. Oh, shit. Yo. <laughs> You really love LL, don't you? He does. You know he does. <laughs> so I just got a quick, I got a cool question. Who do you think is gonna win? Just out of curiosity. I I want to make I want to make it spicy. I want to I want to say I, I'm I, gonna go bias and say it's gonna be two West Coast tracks. Does the story I mean, of Adidon, Does the story of Adidon make it to the final four? Oh, you 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 oh. a dirty little dog. You a see, dirty little. And my personal shit. my personal thing. The story of Adidon was great. But Exodus, Exodus was another phenomenal diss track. Wait, 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 wait. Here's a qu- here's a serious question. Where are we starting at? Sixty four? No, we got we. And that's the thing. We have to nail it down to sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Okay, yeah. that we means we're gonna start a, with sixteen. That's a, that's a, lo- that's a lot what, of diss tracks. What about um, Nikki and Remy? Ether? Are we including that? Sheether was murder. I think we need to do some homework. I think we all need to come up with our top 16. There you go. And then we'll pick out the common ones. Whatever's yeah. not common, we'll post on social media and let people... You need a common. The bitch in you, right? Oh, You think... I know, right? I know, I know. You think Exodus is better than that, the story you added on? Oh, Exodus is hard. From, 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 from a song standpoint, from an overall story that he laid out, yes, I honestly, as much as I do love Story of Adidon, if it wasn't for him exposing Drake's secret secret child, I don't know if it hits as hard. It's still hey, a hard hey, diss track. Hey, Exodus, Exodus hurt. Hey, Exodus made Lil Wayne change the color of his and, dress. And Exodus came out at a time where Lil Wayne was fucking untouchable. And he still no chinks in his armor. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure I can't too. wait to get. I can't wait to he get. He kept this. dropping the albums after that. He he still, but at the, he kept dropping out, and that's the thing, man. Maybe this is what we need to talk about when we have the discussion, because the mainstream has never checked for Pusha T. If for some reason, let's just say 
You take that exact same Exodus track and a J. Cole drops that, it's completely different story. They stopped checking for they stopped checking for Pusha uh after he went solo from his brother. Exactly. exactly. You know, and, and that's when and that's but. when the, that's when the hip hop peers started appreciating him more as a solo artist. Right. But the mainstream right. stopped he was checking that good for with him. Malice. Malice killed him. No. Oh, Malice Malice before Malice stopped stopped before Malice found God, Malice was absolutely a better rapper than Pusha T. No, he no no no. Malice, Malice was a better Malice was a better rapper, but Pusha had the total package. Like he Pusha to me, he was the face of the clip. Better package. Yeah, Pusha developed. Oh, yeah, well, he no. continued to develop, but Push always had better charisma than Ma the Malice to me. Yeah, that's how. That's what. That's what he yeah. did. Yeah. We're we're fighting a lot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I knew see, we're tired and we're old. This is what you know. What I just realized like two days ago that I'm technically the youngest person on this podcast. You are yeah. some old motherfuckers. You trying to? You trying to? You really trying to get oh, some, um, some play today, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiling and shit. Hey, you still eating graham new, crackers? Got a, got a new career and shit? Gonna shine on motherfuckers? No, God damn, bro. I'm the graham cracker. The bitches eat me. What the fuck you mean, Ooh, my nigga? Well, I smell pussy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, let's oh, get the fuck up out of here before I get canceled. Too. Because I've been drinking and I'm tired. I'm surprised that I have not said something crazy tonight. So, in the interest of me saving my podcasting career... We're going to get the fuck up out of here. Mary, go ahead and give him your social media. So, for the record, I'm not old and tired. I just have COVID. That's it. That's your excuse. So you're you're always tired. Mary El Monte on all social platforms at Young Urban Moms and at Just Spice with a Y if you want to hear me talk more shit. All right, Baylor. Hey, Lil Wayne left out the G because the G ain't in you. Ooh, bars, Marquise. You like I that? Can. You like I that? Can. Who's that? Who's that? What West Coast rapper is that? <laughs> I got you. Hey, look, it's not. It's no longer at Bailey the Great because that nigga got suspended. You know what I'm saying? And it was Bailey the Great without the G, like lasagna. Um, it's at it's at Baylorism. <laughs> Did they permanently shut you down, or you only suspended for a little bit? They 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 won't respond to me. They won't respond. If you're in the file with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny to me is that people like people like you and Sayer get their pages taken down, and you guys don't tweet half the crazy shit. Like I don't know if my tweets just haven't fallen on their radar or not. Like because I tweet some wild shit, and I've never got a single suspension. Band, you know what I got? Nothing. You know, you want to know what I got suspended for? What? Because I uh, I tweeted the link to uh, Souls of Mischief. Oh, it's well, it is just like like one time John got banned for like calling somebody like he didn't even call him like a cracker. He just said that, like a white something and he got suspended. But yet I had a whole thread on why white women's vagina looks like uncooked chicken and nobody nothing happened. Oh, shit. No, for real. No. <laughs> Yeah, so look at Baylorism, you know what I mean, um, and forget, you know, I left, I, I left out the G, I left out the G, <laughs> I left out the G like light. Marky, please go. We gotta go. We gotta yeah. go. Wait, 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 wait! Oh shit! <laughs> Marquise, come man. on, man. You know you left out the G. <laughs> Sourdough. Okay. Uncooked chicken, bro? Yeah. Really? If, you, oh, if, you, if, you, if you take a chicken breast 
and you slice it in the middle just a little bit to like you it looks exactly like white vagina. Out of your head, like you know this. Because I do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you got colleges now? Nasty. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Oh shit. So okay, I'm I'm gonna check it out. Five people are rock two. Number one, I'm just gonna say rock hit is rock dead. That's it. Uh Baylor, you killed it. I need you to jump back on my shit and take over for my quick announcement because you're crazy as fuck and I need people to know more about you right now. Go for it. I'll, Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did you just yeah, say you had a quick crazy. announcement? You don't have an announcement? Fuck no. Oh. After that shit? Oh, hell no. He le- he, le- he laughed out to G like laughter. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a voicemail and tell us how... White uncooked chicken vagina ruins your life. You can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out this bitch. Peace. What's up, niggas? And yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? You been on my dick, nigga. You love my uh, style, nigga. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, uh, fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can Nas be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage uh, Burner at the side of your dome Come out of my throne I got this Lock since 9-1 I am the truest Name a rapper that I ain't influenced Gave y'all chapters But now I keep my eyes on the Judas With Hawaiian Sophie fame Kept my name in his music Check it I Fuck with your soul like ether Teach you the king You know you Godson across the belly I prove you lost already Ayo hey, pass me the weeds Put my ashes out on these niggas man Ayo hey, you faggots Y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucker